everyone welcome back to my channel it's alex today i'm going to be talking about my august to be read so the books that i've collected from the library to read this august i have some great ones so let's jump right in the first one is birdie by tracy Lindbergh. this is what it looks like um the cover is so beautiful i've actually already started reading this a bit because we are already somewhat into august um, i've started reading it and i really enjoy it i find the writing to be like super unique um, like, there are a lot of very short sentences, and I'm really enjoying it. So, because this is a to-be-read, I'm going to tell you a bit about it by reading the inside cover. Okay, this is the inside cover. Bernice Mitus will not be broken. Big, beautiful Cree woman with a dark secret in her past, Bernice, Bertie, has left her home in northern Alberta to travel to Gibsons, BC. She is on something of a vision quest, looking for family, for home, for understanding. She is also driven by the leftover teenage desire to meet Pat John, Jesse from the Beachcombers, because he is, as she says, a working, healthy Indian man. Bertie heads for Molly's Reach to find answers, but they are not the ones she expected. With the arrival in Gibson's of her Auntie Val and her cousin Skinny Freda, Bertie begins to draw from her dreams the lessons she was never fully taught in real life. Informed by the lore and knowledge of Cree traditions, Birdie is a darkly comic and moving novel about the universal experience of recovering from tragedy. At heart, it is a story of an extraordinary woman who travels to the deepest part of herself to find the strength to face the past and to build a new life. I heard a lot about this book um, because it won many awards. Like, as you can see, it's the one the selection for Canada Reads because it's written by a Canadian and it's set in British Columbia in Canada. And there's lots of um, vocabulary from First Nations languages, which I found really cool, and I'm excited to read this. I am um, somewhat into it already. The side is beautiful too. So that is number one. All right, number two is The Girl with All the Gifts by M.R. Carey. I've actually already started reading this one as well, because <laughs> because I read the back and I was so <clears throat> like intrigued that I just had to find out what's gonna happen. The back is that interesting. Okay, let me read you the back. Every morning, Melanie waits in her cell to be collected for class. When they come for her, Sergeant Parks keeps his gun pointing at her while two of his people strap her into the wheelchair. She thinks they don't like her. She jokes that she won't bite, but they don't laugh. When I read that, I was like, what is going on? That is such a good hook that I immediately started it and I'm like very well into it. I have a bad habit of reading several books at once, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, it was... I've already started so far, and it's quite good, like, very good. I don't want to spoil it because it's very, um, good to read this book with only knowing what you read from the back, because a lot more gets, um, told you discover a lot more. So, I'm gonna leave it at that, <laughs> because it's that good. The subtitle is, Not Every Gift is a Blessing. This is so good. I'm excited, very excited to finish this one. Alright, the third book I have to read this August is called Barreling Forward, Stories by Eva Crocker. This is a short story collection, and let me read the back. Eva Crocker sees life in sharper focus than everyone else. Nothing is ever as simple as it seems. The boundaries between friends, friendship and sex dissolve. Power relations are turned on their heads if only long enough to examine them from all angles. Tran transgressions and escapes become new kinds of traps. 
a young twin makes a desperate attempt to reclaim her individuality. A father and a son give parallel accounts of what it looks like when you let life eat you from the inside out. A man watches his past literally torn down before his eyes. An after-school walk through the barrens leaves two boys forever changed. In stories that ache with longing even as they pulse with possibility, Crockett gives us an unforgettable array of ordinary people, sometimes soaring, sometimes sinking, but always, ultimately, barreling forward toward what's next. Vivid, sexy, funny, and raw, this is a marvel of a debut from one of Canada's most thrilling new writers. I saw this in the library, um, I, I'm pretty sure it's a new book, um, and I started reading some of its uh, insides. <laughs> I found it a bit strange. I started reading some of its insides, and I really liked what I read. It seems very modern, and like it's about very contemporary people. And I, I like short story collections because they give you um, a wide range of like the different kinds of people in one book, which is really good. So I'm excited to read this as well. Hopefully, I can get to all these before I have to give them back. To the library. <laughs> Alright, the fourth book, and also the last book, is Pumpkin Flowers, an Israeli Soldier's Story by Maddie Friedman. Um, this looks so good. I'm pretty sure it's nonfiction. Fairly certain. Um, hold on, let me read the author bio. Let's read the author first. Maddie Friedman's reporting has taken him from Israel to Morocco, Lebanon, Caucasus, and Washington, D.C. His work has appeared in the Wall Street Journal, The Atlantic, and The New York Times, and other publications. He was born in Toronto and lives in Jerusalem. Wow. So, um, as I take it, because I don't know that much about this one, uh, Maddie is a journalist who went to Israel to write this book. But let's read the inside biography. It was just one small hilltop in a small, unnamed war town in the late 1990s, but it would send out ripples that are still felt worldwide today. The hill in Lebanon was called the pumpkin. Flowers was the military code word for casualties. Award-winning writer Maddie Friedman recreates the hiring experience of a band of young Israeli soldiers charged with holding this remote outpost, a task that would change them forever, wound the country in ways large and small, and foreshadow the unwinnable conflicts the United States would soon confront in Afghanistan, Iraq, and elsewhere. Pumpkin Flowers is a reckoning by one of the young soldiers now grown into a remarkable writer. Part memoir, part reportage, part history, Friedman's powerful narrative captures the birth of today's chaotic Middle East and the rise of a 21st century type of war in which there is never a clear victor, and media images can be as important as the battle itself. Raw and beautifully rendered, Pumpkin Flowers will take its place among classic war narratives by George Orwell, Philip Caputo, and Tim O'Brien. It is an unflinching look at the way we conduct war today. Wow, so it sounds like it's um, a nonfiction based, a fiction based on nonfiction. That sounds very interesting, not like anything I've read before. There's also on the back an excerpt, so I'll read that too. When I went back to the pumpkin in the fall of 2002, I thought it was a conclusion, an end to that war and to the disquiet it left me and the others it touched. But I know now that I was wrong. It wasn't a conclusion. On the hill in 1995, we had been at the start of something, of a new era in which conflict surges, shifts, or fades, but doesn't end, in which the most you can hope for is not peace or the arrival of a better age, but only to remain safe as long as possible. None of us could have foreseen how the region would be seized by its own violence, 
the way Syria, a short drive from the outpost, would be devoured, and Iraq, and Libya, and Yemen, and much of the Islamic world around us. The outpost was the beginning. The present day might still be the beginning. The pumpkin is gone, but nothing is over. Wow, I totally just lost myself reading that. That sounds very good and like has very strong writing and a powerful message, so I'm so excited to read this one. All these covers are so pretty, by the way. I didn't even talk about <laughs> going back and even talk about these covers. This is very pretty. And then so is this one. Very colorful. The side is nice too. This kind of reminds me of the interesting a little bit. And then the girl with all the gifts, that's very pretty. And it seems like the author, Mark, has another similar book, which I really want to read now that I've started this book. The Boy on the Bridge. That seems like a similar cover. Also, what is up with all these titles with like the girl, like the girl on the train, Gone Girl? <laughs> seems to be a fad. And then Birdie, I mean, this is just so pretty. Oh my gosh, that's a gorgeous cover. I love the side and the back too. Anyway, those are my um, to be read for August. Let me know what you're going to be reading. And if you are interested in any of those that I just mentioned, because I'm so excited to read these. Thank you for watching, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe and share my video with your friends. And I'll see you in my next video. Bye!